2: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling
1: news, Triple H rejects a Money in the Bank winner. A major Money in the Bank return could be in doubt. Got a backstage update on AEW's plans for heel Jack Perry, and an AEW on air talent has signed a full time deal. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this
2: is the news. It's Money in the Bank week, and we're going to kick things off with a Money in the Bank story or two. Let's kick things off by talking about a potential winner of the men's match. There you are, he's got the bottle, we've got the background. Let's talk about Logan Paul a little bit, right? Because the insider Twitter accounts have some kind of complicated stuff mm. coming out here. They're all so,
1: friends at Wurkt Wrestling, is it? Wurkt,
2: they've been on, and they tweeted, uh, While Ellie Knight and Damian Priest are the current favourites to win money in the bank, there have been some internal pitches for Logan Paul to win. Some feel that Paul holding the briefcase would bring publicity and put more eyes on mm-hmm. the company. One person who is reportedly not a fan of this is Triple H, Paul Levesque. Good job
1: he doesn't make any decisions anymore. Well,
2: Terra could be rising <laughs> if he gets his way at the pay-per-view. Like that. Because according to Boozer, Wrestling BWE, whatever they want to go by, I'll, yeah. I'll just say both until I know for sure. Yeah. Uh, they said that Triple H doesn't want Logan Paul to win Money in the Bank, and there, but there have been some discussions to have Logan feud with LA Knight, which would actually be tremendous television. Oh, um, my words. Yeah. That so, glimpse
1: we got on
2: SmackDown, was it? Just a little tasty treat, wasn't it? So, This is an interesting one to pick apart, we've been doing it all week. I think that the troll Logan Paul being an asshole with the briefcase is very compelling. But to me, personally, what's even more compelling is that the hottest bloke in the company who's not yet a main eventer winning, that's a bit more exciting to me. So I'm going with LA Knight, yeah. But, you know, the troll option is also
1: pretty good. Yeah, we we filmed our... when are the predictions out? Today or tomorrow? Today or tomorrow. We've done our I haven't decided. So I I'm not going to give away, but I, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to give away what I said in that video, but I keep changing my mind every few hours. I keep going, LA night, yeah. Like he says, he's, he's the hottest thing in WWE right now. Um, he, It would be a show of faith uh, and a show of, you know, WWE, especially after what happened in the main event of WrestleMania Night 2. If you stick with something, if you invest in something, it will pay off long term, i.e. LA night. blah, blah, blah. But then there's also, yeah, it's Logan Paul, you could release a money-flavoured bottle of Prime alongside it. and A briefcase full of Primes. My my assumption is, well, it's going to be LA night because they need someone who they can go at the last second. Uh, you know what, actually, we're going to have the cash in right now. Yeah. Right, we need it tonight, so-and-so's injured or whatever it may be. And Logan Paul's a busy man doing lots of other stuff, whether it be Prime or YouTube or boxing or whatever. But then when, people. Then, then when then when I thought about that, I thought, ooh, but what if the reports came out that like oh by the way, Logan Paul's backstage on Raw tonight, you'd be like, what's he doing there? Is he gonna cash in tonight? Yeah. Like, it works both ways. Yeah. I, I'd be happy with either or Damien Priest to be honest.
2: Hundred percent. Like I personally, like, I don't think you should waste daily night. Like, I- I'm a big fan of when someone's really hot. Yeah. Let's go. That being said, the troll option would be a lot of fun, so I'm not gonna complain about either. Let us know who you mm. think should win. And the women's match as well, Io Sky, uh, Becky, Becky's always start There's like loads of it, Trish. Uh, on the men's side, we barely spoke about Damien Priest there either, so throw it down below, mm-hmm. let us know who should win the Money in the Bank matches, and also, who should they cash in on? Should they be successful? Fantasy
1: booking. Yeah. I have a word in the comments. Sticking with money in the bank, uh, a major return that people have been assuming or hoping may well be happening could well be in doubt now Andy after a report from Mike Johnson of PW Insider on their elite service Uh, Mike Johnson stated that although WWE had wanted to bring back Drew McIntyre at this Saturday's premium live event nothing has been settled, there's no internal buzz about the former champ coming back uh, and the return is far from a lock we've talked a lot recently uh, about the uh, absence of Drew McIntyre he's been missing since of course that epic WrestleMania 39 triple Threat. I see title match involving Sheamus and Gunther. Um, contract stuff has been going on. We believe his contract runs into 2024, um, but uh, it might add time off for injuries. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It could end up
2: being like you, December.
1: <laughs> I think. I think it could be beneficial for everyone if they let him go and do something else. Whether that be AEW or you know murdering everyone on the indies like he did before. Oh God, because. Yeah. My main thing is I think when Drew comes back although now it's been a bit of time off he's going to be well received especially if it's in England uh, which is basically his country as is Wales and Scotland. Um he will be received as a baby face. I want to see heel Drew McIntyre kick an ass.
2: Yeah, me too. Like uh of course WWE are in his backyard of London, England <laughs> this weekend. It's where he grew up basically. Yeah, yeah, it's his old stomping ground. Um <laughs> But I've 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 always been the same with this Drew story. I'd be very happy if he stuck around because he kicks ass and he's been awesome in WWE and it's like I understand maybe some people have been a bit lower on him since Clash at the Castle, maybe, but like I I love the guy. I think he's awesome and he's fun. And uh I stand my favorites. Mm. Um that being said, I it would be really cool to see him elsewhere as well. Like a fresh coat of paint in a new company, new scenario, new opponents, new direction. Like if Drew goes into that office and they give him an offer he doesn't like I respect the man immensely for going, nah, I'm gonna try something else. Uh, That rules, he would kick ass in a G1 Climax. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, That'd be great, he'd kick ass anywhere, Mexico, AW Impact name a place the Indies yeah. like when he first went back to the Indies and he showed up in ICW in Glasgow garage oh my god. Which is like this like it's not a tiny venue, but the way it's laid out is tiny for wrestling Yeah, it's all on pop- I've been to so many gigs there. I got kicked in the head to bleeding through there once. It was a great time um, <laughs> So sort of almost
1: ECW-esque isn't it just like oh god This is a place. Right
2: on top of each other like stuff like that just rules and uh, I, I am excited for all and any options so he should Sign whatever he wants to sign. and You should click that button and
1: subscribe. Oh, well
2: played. Very much. We're going to move on to some AEW stories now. Uh, Let's talk about Jack Perry, who he cut a promo last night. He did cut a
1: promo. (laughs) <laughs> More thoughts on it on the uh, Dynamite Review podcast later.
2: Bit of an update here from fifo Select. This actually came out prior to Dynamite, but it confirmed kind of something that happened on the show. So I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, uh, Baltimore, Tarzan boy, going, going, gone. That will be replaced by new entrance music now that Jack Perry is a heel. There is currently no word on when or what that new theme will be. Um, but you can let us know what you want to see him come down to whatever song you've got in mind, I guess, mm. throw it down there. Um, and then oh, when we got to the show, of course, he came out to the song, but he was like, nah, cut that off, you fans have ruined it for me, so you're never hearing it again. So they're getting rid of that. Very understandable. If you have a heel
1: character, you can't have everyone in the building going, oh, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. oh.
1: <laughs> you, you need someone new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A bit gutted that we didn't get that at Wembley. It's so much fun. But yeah. I, it was time to turn him heel. Yeah. Um, Still Needs a bit of work after that promo, in my opinion, but yeah. still, him diving into a, a, a waiting car and running away from what was kind of piss funny. Yeah. So, I think
2: with Chad Perry thinking about new entrance themes, after uh, I was gonna say something really mean about the promo there, and I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, if you're into it, fair play, we just like different things. Mm-hmm. There we go,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what song they pick. Let us know that in the comments, give us yeah. suggestions. Yeah, I'm just thinking like. FU by like CeeLo Green or Lily Allen or whoever it may be. Just proper bollocks to you. He could have Drew McIntyre's. Fuck. F! Drew Galloway, wasn't it? wasn't Drew McIntyre, yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, maybe he'll do the t- So Champa, no entrance music. I reckon he should go for something really ill fitting, like something that does those, like South of Heaven by Slayer or some. Or Camera Smashed Face. Just like really, it could just not heal, but just like. Radiohead. (laughs) Paranoid. Oh, he's sad now.
2: pyramid song they're <laughs> like just something completely ill-suited let's go yeah ambient music like sigur ross mm. why not <laughs> yes
1: indeed god speed you black emperor like a 20 minute entrance theme why not let's go uh, but yeah i'm in- intrigued to see what they do next with him and, and see what um simon miller made of uh J- jungle boy J- sorry just jack perry's uh th- new theme <laughs> just jack there you go there's his face. just jack <laughs> stars, stars in, in their, their eyes <laughs>
2: Oh, in a new direction, Perry, Jay Perry, CJ
1: Perry, could, cool. be his, could be his What have we done? The Perry Simon um, is gonna give, me, give, give you his thoughts on uh, Jack Perry's heel promo yeah. on ups and downs, which will come you way later on tonight. Matthew of Perry. Matthew, I'll be there for you.
2: No, I won't. <laughs> I'm not signing for AEW, Matthew Perry. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, Harley Cameron, she's a full time AEW uh, on air talent now. She signed a contract with okay. Undivided Select. I don't know when it happened, neither do they. <laughs> um, but obviously, she's doing loads of stuff with QT Marshall, QTV, Baron Solo, Powerhouse Hobbs, etc. Uh, but yeah, she's, she's got, signed a contract now. No word on when that started or when it runs still. She hasn't wrestled though since that contract came into place. So it must been quite recent. So yeah. yeah, it must be relatively recent. I didn't realise she only started wrestling, was it last year? Scarlet Bordeaux Scarlet, (laughs) like That is so weird
2: to think of. That was their first match in WrestlePro. Uh, It's quite a nice story. Her and Zion Quinn are together in real life and I believe they came over from Australia at the exact same time. I didn't know that, that's great. So that's really nice and then they've ended up signing full time deals in companies. So it's just like a cool human story. Yeah, well
1: done to them. And uh, yeah, she's uh, uh, a very interesting on air talent she's someone who always draws your attention and she, she was, was on... really good in the segment with uh, with uh, the acclaimed and stuff Blackie. yes that was sensational
2: and she's she's doing the singing she the singing for the
1: MGM the boys were there. Oh, of course. The Michael brothers were there. And I, I'm intrigued to see what happens with her and Johnny TV. There was a nice sort of bit of chemistry there for them setting up the stuff on Rampage. Lots of TV guys. Yeah. Lots of TV people. Dude. Don't need powerhouse obs in it really now anymore, do you? You can just let him go and kick ass somewhere else.
2: Put another guy in there, TV punk. Why not? <laughs> Who else have we got? Who else could we put in there?
1: Mike TV from Willy Wonka. So <laughs> Stereo Mike, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> streaming on to the questions. <laughs> Are we better. Yeah, we should have about five minutes. No, <laughs> yeah, really. This is a disaster. Uh, take it from my YouTube comments, but you comments community page. Even uh, sometimes taken from Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Shout out to the one guy again. He was back in the thread every single time.
2: When are we going to get rid of? He calls them the the, the stomach turn bloodline and one thousand year belt hog Roman Reigns. What? Best story in wrestling, mate. So. I usually mute this stuff, but this this person pops me every time. So keep it up because it pisses people off as yeah. well wow, it's really
1: funny uh, first question today comes from David Reverend Oni Brown who says uh, oh the reverend a legends once Danielson is healed up get well soon Brian Danielson uh, do you see Carter Danielson part 2
2: yeah definitely definitely I think like that match didn't hit the ast- like that match ruled don't get me wrong but it didn't hit the astronomical expectations no. because Brian Danielson broke his arm I mean, so, in a way yeah, his, yeah of course it didn't um, but I, I thought it was still really great don't get me wrong but yeah they all want to do it again and I think the way they were wrestling even prior to the injury felt like a first chapter rather than a last chapter. Will
1: they do the second one in New Japan, you think?
2: Yeah, I think so, because Wembley's probably a bit too soon, right? I mean, I saw the x-ray. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! Yeah, but that thing was like, like his arm was like over here. It was
1: weird. Uh, Yeah, I think they'll do it again, and I I think they'll do it in New Japan. Yeah, fingers crossed, and then we get a final rubber match. Maybe next year's for Vindor. Yeah, that'd be fun. Why not? I'm um, switching over to Money in the Bank, which is, of course, this weekend. Join myself and Michael Hamphill on our live stream at a reasonable time here in Hell the UK yeah. on Saturday. I can't night. wait for
2: this show. Like, it's a really good card, and also, it's on
1: at 8 pm our oh, yeah. time. We finished oh, by 11. Uh, me and That's my it.
2: Domino's order are going to have a great time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shane Willis writes What is your favourite Money in the Bank cash in ever? Oh, God. Mine is Edge on Cena after John won the Elimination Chamber. They. It, it, they did kind of peak with their first one didn't that they that was <laughs> awesome yeah it was sensational because I remember tuning in the next day and going oh great John Cena because I was you know, a bit of a John Cena fan great John Cena's won the Elimination Chamber I can't believe he survived that oh mother f- <laughs> yeah I'm sure you and it was just a weird little briefcase wasn't it and yeah it was, I mean granted John Cena has survived by being no offence to them but Chris Masters and Carlito, wasn't it? The yeah. End? Like, right, no, oh, what? Well, he's obviously retaining yeah, here. Yeah. He's not dropping the belt. But he was just. covered in blood at the time. He's a bloody mess. Yeah. Speaking of bloody favorite messes. Cash-ins.
2: Mine's boring. Mine's really boring. It's Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's cliche. I don't. But like, I'm not gonna pick an answer just to make it more like cool or whatever. It just is my favorite because like the thing that maybe is under discussed about his cashing a little bit is that before he came down at WrestleMania. Brock and Roman were having an incredible match. Yes. Like an unbelievable beat the crap out of each other rope-a-dope title fight. It was unreal. I need to re-watch that, don't I? Yeah, it was so sick. And then it was made even better by the casting. And like, it's just perfect across the board.
1: Yeah. (laughs) In fact, over the years, WWE tried to like cut out. Brock and then Roman from it for oh. a while, wasn't it? It was like Roman said, "Kushner." Yeah, <meet> remember <laughs> when Brock was down in the main event of WrestleMania fighting nobody? <laughs> yeah. <ever. laughs> but, um, but I think my, the one that made me happiest is Big E, even yeah. though it was really convoluted. I was just happy for him.
2: Nice people winning is good.
1: Yeah. Um, Ziggler's was really good. I was gonna say Ziggler, Yeah, yeah. I was trying yeah. to be trying to pick something different, but yeah, Ziggler. he was so great with a briefcase as well, like with AJ and Biggie and stuff. Yeah, like, I'm gonna go Austin Theory. Actually, that's probably my favourite. <laughs> funniest yeah Ginders was really funny as
2: well <laughs> I was like oh my goodness yeah
1: Corbin's
2: oh I Corbin, cash, I cash in sorry I meant Corbin's on Ginder. yeah Ginder <laughs> botched his <laughs> own finisher what's happened <laughs>
1: they put his feet under the rope so everyone's like oh they'll do some story with yeah. it and they're like no Corbin nope. sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah gee whores and poor Damien Sandow yeah oh uh finally Mark Smith says morning my wrestling nerds hey, hey game recognized game Uh, Does AW run the risk of blood and guts I like this question run the risk of blood and guts just becoming a gimmick rather than actually meaning anything just like Hell in a Cell became in WWE for so long blood and guts obviously announced on last night's Dynamite
2: yeah I think well the the, the thing with it is that I, I kind of wish that the date hadn't come out beforehand right mm. but that's not the promotion's fault yeah. that's a good reporter Sean Rossap, doing his job so I like I can't be mad at it welcome to the UK by the
1: way Sean yes indeed uh, But so he was enjoying a nice Nando's oh hell yeah you gotta sample the local cuisine it's like oh, when we go to America and are like you shouldn't be eating now I was like, yeah, just eat what you hey, like hey listen
2: real, one, real ones appreciate us going to America eating IHOP and Wendy's yeah. like listen that's how it goes that's what I want that's the experience I want mm. um so does the current i guess you'd have to go through and pick the feuds apart and go do they fit the gimmick because the, the thing with hell in a cell is that it's like a date on a calendar yeah. and it's like we conveniently have to do it um so with blood and guts What are we looking at right here? We're looking at the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Does that feud warrant what is like, you know, supposed to be a ferocious gimmick match? For me, personally, yes, I think it does. Yeah. I'm very into the storyline. I think it is sufficiently heated. Do I think it's perfect? No, not necessarily. Do I need to see Blood and Guts every single year? No, because that's when it becomes a calendar thing. So I think it's pretty complex. I think it's a little bit too early to make the judgment call of this is just like, a thing rather than something that's a product of a blood feud or whatever. But this year's version, I'm satisfied with.
1: Yeah, I I understand where the question comes from, from Mark. was Mark, wasn't it? Yeah, Mark. I understand where the question comes from, Mark. Um, And to an extent, I agree with you. But like you say, especially after anarchy in the arena, where else can they go? They justified it. I mean, Hangman Page was pissing blood all over the ring as it was announced last night. Um, But yeah, I don't want it to be Oh right, it's summertime. Time for uh, you, you, and you to face you, you, and you because uh, we do blood and guts generally this time of year. Be careful with, with yeah. doing it all the time, but I'll allow it for Yeah, well. I'm I mean, excited you know for it. Mid-July, is it? It is mid-July. It's been a big few months for AEW.
2: Big few months coming up. Today, the Game Fight Forever finally out. Yes, We've got a lot going on. Check out our reviews right here between me and Will Bourne, Right, I think it's actually more closer here. But it's here on the screen. <coughs> Andrew Pollard has been playing it in the build-up. He's got his thoughts, his opinions, his views, everything else. Uh, don't Miller, take... Miller's
1: done a list about 10 things you need to know before you buy it as
2: well. Exactly. we got content coming out the bum for this. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.